Welcome to the Barfly Podcast Season 3. My name is Jeff Burkhart, Barfly columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirit of the Adventures of a Real Bartender, and its sequel, 20 Years Behind Bars, Parole Denied. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, restaurant consultant and former community director of the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. Have a drink on me. Welcome back to the Barfly Podcast. Today we have the pleasure of chatting with Heidi Kraling, a true legend in the Bay Area dining scene. In addition to owning two successful restaurants in San Selmo, Ensaladas, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary in Marinitas, Heidi is also the author of two cookbooks, serves on the board for Extra Food, is the culinary host for Lifehouse, and uses her many talents and resources to serve the community in and outside of the kitchen. So, welcome, Heidi. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Jeff, it's fun to be with two good-looking guys. (laughs) (laughs) They say we have faces for uh, radio. So, first of all, congrats on 25 years. Well, you know, it's it's happening. We're going to start celebrating uh, the last quarter, October, November, December. We're going to start celebrating. It was at the end of 1996 that we opened 25 years ago. So tell us about that. Like, how did that start? I'm sure you've told this story many, many times before, but for folks yeah, who don't yeah. know it. Well, you know, I was I came up here to go to Tom Murray's cooking school. And then that was in 1983. And I had already owned two restaurants. And I was 27 years old. And I came up to Tom Murray's cooking school. And then I went to work for Joyce Goldstein at Square One, which was a very great, you know, cut your teeth and you know, hone your chops. It was legendary people who worked there. So... I was just a little junior mint, but it was pretty inspirational. So then, you know, then I went to Butler's and then a lot of acclaim came about. But, you know, Marin restaurants still weren't happening. You know, Brad hadn't opened up, as you well know, Jeff, hadn't opened up uh, Lark Creek Inn yet. You know, people just didn't really venture over the bridge. Marin dining was still a little, it was just kind of birthing. So then I took a pause and I went to work at a retirement home. Which it was called Smith Ranch. It's still happening. It's so beautiful. I got to create this million dollar restaurant and do the food that I wanted to do, hire the people I wanted to hire. And it was just so great. I I always thought it was going to be open to the public and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It never came to be. So it was like a private cooking gig, which I always say to this day was my favorite job of all times. When I have dreams, I have dreams about Smith Ranch, which is crazy because they, it was just a delightful job. It was civilized, delightful. The residents were just so nice and kind and interesting and it was a great gig. So anyway, but then I realized, okay, I want to branch out on my own. It was time. I was there eight years and it was time. And so I went looking for a restaurant, but I always just wanted to do takeout. Because meal replacement 25 years ago was just happening. And I was afraid. I was afraid to open up a restaurant thinking, they don't know who I am. You know, I'll just stay behind the cozy takeout counter. So I kept looking for places and looking for places. And one of the places I looked for was Valenti across the street, which was Comforts. He he was going to move next door. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I can't have takeout. Next to comf- legendary, right, right, right. legendary <laughs> comforts, you know. Maybe I'll do an Asian chicken salad. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we call us the other chicken salad. Over here. <laughs> choose chicken, but we're the other. So, so anyway, this came to be, and and I remember, oh wow, this is way too big for takeout. You know, I I can't just do takeout here. So I thought, okay, I'll do a little restaurant, and then I'll do mainly takeout, mm-hmm. and you know, I'll hide behind that. I really, because I was nervous. Eight, you know, eight years. What, what do you got? You right. know, what do you got? And so we opened, and the restaurant was just a complete success from the day one. 
take out was the ugly little stepchild. We couldn't even keep up. That's really how it happened. It wasn't going to be a big restaurant with a little takeout. That wasn't my intention. It's you know? always interesting the adaptability of restaurants. Yeah. How how sometimes what your what your plan is is not where you end up going. And the oh. problem is those people who stick to a plan regardless of whether it's working or not. And so, like you said, you you, you adapted. Obviously, takeout now probably has helped you out a well, little bit. Well, Jack, right? you must know that we have the privilege of having. Uh, really, after 25 years, a booming takeout. But what has happened during the pandemic and continuing, it has doubled. Yes. For us to have that ability, not just restaurant menu item takeout, but just real takeout food has been our just our savior here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what was once sort of the ugly t- duckling of our my business revenue really has saved us through the, the pandemic. Saving angel, right? Absolutely. So that, again, that's that kind of ironic story in the restaurant business is where you start out and where you end up are not necessarily where you expect it to be at the long run, you know? And so, you know, I never thought when I took the job I have now, I thought I'd be there six months. Oh right? my gosh. And, and I've been there 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, it's odd how those things happen, but it's also that, that sense of building something and then just keeping it going. And that, that's certainly what you've done with Enceladus for sure, and Marinitas as well. Indeed. Well, it not that great, though, because you know what your job, you know, where you work now. It allows you to interact with interesting people, yes. people in your business, which creates things like, you know, this podcast and, and other things that are complements to what you do every day. Right. Which is what makes your job interesting. Yes, exactly. Your right. career interesting. Right. Well, yeah. that's always, and, and this is an interesting thing to think about asking a, a chef in particular. Is that sometimes there's an over focus on the product. And that's certainly true in the bar business where it's mixology and it becomes this hyper sensitivity to these strange little things. And sometimes they lose track of the, of the customer. Do you find that happening with food at all? Or Because originally, like you were talking about, California cuisine was the, the thing before, which people mocked and then Brent Bayarkin came around and it was a whole different ballgame after that. And since then, I, I think it's more encompassing of creating an environment, a place where people like to come as opposed to just individual food items. You'll never make it. Mm-hmm. You can't make it as just, I, I cook good food. That has to be one of so many elements. Right, right. For your success. And I think I really learned a lot, believe it or not, working at Smith Ranch because it was it was challenging. These people ate this food every single day, every single day with all of their, you know, some could eat anything. Some had to have it restricted. Some had to uh, had to have it cut up. We made our own bread, our own ice cream. And we just did it all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there were those who we made mint jelly because they requested it and they didn't want our homemade mint jelly. They wanted jarred mint right. jelly. <laughs> so it's not unlike, yeah. you know, so it, I kind of I've learned how to adapt to, you know, giving the customer what they want without losing sort of the integrity of what we're trying to do. I mean, that was at my early age, you know, mm-hmm. 30 years ago, yeah. where I, 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 I couldn't say go eat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that really lovingly because they were grand, but it was like, okay, I gotta, how do I do this? You know, right, how yeah. do I do this? And, you know, be able to serve the, the spectrum of those who are looking for really delicious, unusual, anything you got, Heidi, to, you know, I want meatballs and, uh, and meatloaf and ham steaks. And they grew up with, because I always say, what you grew up eating doesn't matter your economic status. Is what you like when you're when you when you ate it at ten, you like it at eighty. That's mm-hmm. just what you yeah. that's what you know. So yeah. it was a fascinating. So I think really I think what I learned was it's about hospitality as much as the food. 
taking care of people wherever they are, whether it's at a retirement home or at the restaurant. I remember when I opened, the, the manager at the time, he has his hands crossed and he's looking out at the sea of crowded people in the restaurant right when he opened, he goes, they're all blue hairs. I go, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that they are here. Right. I said, their money spends the same. Yes. Thank yeah. you for coming. And let me tell you what, this is why I'm so grateful for Smith Ranch. Those retirees had families in the area. They came in with their families. Mm -hmm. Their kids then got married and they come celebrate here. I mean, there's a string of history and the generations that they knew that their their mother, I see it makes me weepy, their mother and father being well taken care of yep. by me, you know, and then they came here and it's like another place that you're well taken care of. That to me, for my career, that means a lot. You know, it means a lot. Legacy of just your being in your hood and being with people that, that have grown up with you. I mean, we have, we have married we have married employees whose kids now work here, you know, it's just like, wow, right. it's it's pretty cool to have that kind of years uh, under your belt with beautiful memories. So That comes from who you are instead of just trying to make a buck or, or that sort of thing. A, a part of the things that, you know, I always tell, especially tipped employees, if you're a good person and you do a good job and you have an integrity and honesty and, per, and a good work ethic, the, the tips will follow. If you start focusing, hyper-focusing on that kind of thing, you're, you're going to go off the rails somewhere. So the point is, is do a good job so and do it consistently and business will follow. It might take you a couple places to find that place, but sometimes, you know, it, that's what it takes. Bottom line is be consistent, be good and be honest and it'll all work out. It really does. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing about the restaurant business is it's multi-generational. You know, it might not be the, you know, I've, I've seen the same thing. I've, I've see people been christened at restaurants I worked at who now come in with their kids and have cocktails, right? And that's a long career. And you think, yeah, old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the first thing that comes yeah. to mind. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. I remember when I signed the lease, it was uh, 25 years ago, it was a 20 year lease. And I remember signing, there's no way I'm doing this for 20 years. I'll be 60 years old. Cause I started when I was 40. I was like, I'll be six years old. And here we are. You know, yes. Here we are. So, it's, it's amazing. Well, and at what point did you decide to go from, you know, having a successful ensaladas to, I know, I'm going to put more on my plate and do marinitas? Oh, my gosh. That's a that's an interesting story. So, Pat Call is my partner down there. And what happened was, Ted, who used to own marinitas, came down here and he says, Heidi, I want you to buy my restaurant. I go, I don't want your restaurant. You know, it's just very clear. I don't want your restaurant. He goes, no, no, no. I'll give you a great deal. And I got to get out. My health. My I go, oh, I go, I'm not interested. But I think I know somebody who is. Mm -hmm. And Pat had always previous to, to Marnie. She said, oh, we got to do something together. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, Pat. We'll do something together. Sure. I never wanted to. I, this was always something. I feel like hands are full. I'm not the restaurateur who wants multiple units. Right. Never have been. Never. It just, it's not for me. You know, my kids... Grew up in this restaurant. You know, there were three and four, uh, three and five when I started. They went to school across the street. It's just that again, that whole community. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm good. I don't need to bring it anywhere else. But I do like talking about it. You know, it's always good. It's like the, you know, the. I don't. Well, that'd be fun. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, stop. You go do it. Right. You know, and that's really true. I think that's the case. There are the creators, and the, it's the everyday grind that really matters. So, so I went to Pat. Pat, I said, Ted came to me and. You know, 
he, he really wants me to do a restaurant. I think it'd be great for you. He goes, hey, no way. It's you and me. I go, no, 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 mm-hmm. not me and you. He goes, come on, we can do it. He goes, I'll do it. I, and I'll, you just help a little bit. I go, no, 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 no. And so what I started to think is that I don't want another big restaurant in San Selmo that's not mine. And it, which is, you know, it was a, a silly, scary, immature feeling, but I had it for a moment. I thought, well, what could I do? that would complement and wouldn't cannibalize my business right. here. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's why I came up with cooking Mexican food, which I adore. In fact, I wanted to do that here at Ensaladas, but I didn't think the public was ready for it. That was your original concept. Well, I was floating that because okay. I thought everybody does Italian, and I'm 100% Italian. I thought, mm-hmm. I don't want to do Italian. And I thought I loved the Mediterranean because you have a wider right. field to, to really uh, cook cuisines uh, in the entire Mediterranean. But the other one was always Mexican, so I thought... Are they ready for it? This was 25? No. And so Pat and I batted it around, and and that's how this came to be. It was very fun, great success. I think the pandemic now has really sort of cut Maranichas at its knees, Mm -hmm. and now, you know, we're we're rebuilding and trying to do some takeout, though there's not much parking. They're doing a lot with DoorDash and and those kind of services, delivery services. So that's awesome. You know, that was really the original intention was to do something complimentary. And that's been, what is it, uh, 2009, so that's been 12 years. I know, wow. I know. <laughs> oh, Pat's a, a legend, you know I mean? He so is, is he I, so is. I never worked with him myself, but I've heard um, 800 stories because he was the manager. There, it's all right, true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, trust me, I know him now. And, He's and, yes. a hardworking, hardworking, smart uh, partner. He really is, and so it's, that's been a pleasure, for sure. He, you know, he was with Real Restaurants right. for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's that part of the idea is, is bringing in the cogs that work in the machine that you are, whoever that is. And they're all different. And that's the great thing about the restaurant business. Different strokes for different folks. You know, every restaurant functions differently, some better than others. But the nice thing is to put all, when you have all the pieces together and it runs like a well-oiled machine, it's it's glorious. It, it really, really is. is. You know, that's, all, and we get high off that, you know, yeah. we do. <laughs> about, you know, I remember when I turned 50, I, you know, I worked the line every night, night after night. And then I realized it's like, to my the youngster to my left and to my right and I go I am I am good I am not really good on this line and at mm. times I'm mediocre and that's why I just said this is you know this is a young gal's game here you right. know mainly guys and so you know that's I had to step off the line but that thrill of doing hundreds of covers well and everybody working there's nothing like it yeah. nothing to this day yeah pushing out a bunch of orders and getting it right. Smooth running machine. Oh my gosh, it's so great. So don't worry about tomorrow. Take it for today. Please join us next time when we welcome back Heidi Kraling for part two of our conversation on the ever-evolving restaurant business. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. Have a drink on.